Hello and welcome to the Respect Team podcast. I am Amy Hanna and I have the privilege of being the director of the Respect Team, a nonprofit organization that speaks to middle school and high school students about the importance of self-respect and respect of others. This podcast is specifically designed for the parents of young adults seeking more support and resources in raising their amazing teens. I have my dear friend and board president Paige Glingenfield with me. Paige is a licensed counselor and has been working with young adults and their families for several years. Today we are going to be talking about how to help your teenager to make decisions for their future. Hi Paige. Hey Miss Amy. (laughs) So Paige, nowadays our teenagers are asked to start thinking about their future career path as young as eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this and do you think it helps them or do you think it hinders Oh, I think it's a, it's a both. Can it be a both answer? Sure. Um, I'm in this season as well. My oldest is in eighth grade going into high school next year. And we, from the beginning, since she's been little, have talked about, that's always that question of what do you want to be when you grow up? We ask that question before they start school. And, you know, on those chalkboards, people start asking those questions and so forth. And so we've done that. We've had those questions of what do you want to do when you grow up? And it used to be benign. And now it's it's a whole different level of seriousness because we're planning her education. What classes she takes. We're in a school system that allows opportunity for great classes to build a foundation for future careers. And so we're, we're questioning that. However, I believe that there is that pressure to try to figure out who you are going to be for the entirety of your life in a a season of life where you can't even drive yet. Yeah, like 13, 14 years old. Exactly. So I do not feel like the pressure that we put on kids is appropriate. I don't feel like it's helpful. And frankly, we as adults are still figuring out what we want to do when we grow up. So there's, yeah, it's, it's a hard place to be. Yeah. And we talk all the time about their brains aren't fully developed until they're what? 27, 25, 25. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at this point, we're talking about a child half of their brain. If we're really, if we're going to think about it that way, right. Is fully developed yet. We're saying, Hey, make this decision Uh that is going to stick for the next 12 years, really. Absolutely. Yeah, that's just very difficult. <laughs> if we really think of it like that, that I, is very difficult. I know. And and I even in college, I think I changed my my degree four times. I started with environmental science, and then I came in as a teacher, and then I think business was another one, and then I landed on intercultural studies. And the, I always tell this story of the second semester of my senior year is when I knew counseling was going to be my my future career. Oh, your poor parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it was more of a, well, there's nothing you can do about that now. So I was able to take within the context of actually my entire college career, the prerequisite. So it's already like my heart and mind knew that was the direction I needed to go. And so taking things like child development, psychology, and all those things, I had only needed one more course that was a prerequisite to get my master's program. 
So it worked out well in the end. So going back to the question of how can we help our kids navigate these things, I think it's more not talking about the future career, but helping them focus on their passion areas, their strengths, their weaknesses, and, and getting them as a whole person so that they can understand that it's really not about making money. It's about finding a career that that you succeed in as a person. I think that's a different perspective and pressure than what we're putting on our kids presently. Yeah, because it has to do with what are you passionate about and mm -hmm. what are your strengths? But I think so many times, and I I am a parent of two teenagers, one who is currently in college, mm -hmm, that's right. one who will be going to college here in about a year and a half. So I definitely think about their future and I want to make sure that they're going into an occupation where they can take care of themselves. Financially, absolutely. Yes, yes. that's important. So Paige, because of this, how much influence do you think a parent should have in helping their teenager to choose their future path? For example, class choices, their college major, if they're going to go STEM, if they're going to go non-STEM, if they're going to go ROTC, all those different things. How much influence should that parent have in helping that teenager to make those decisions? I, I think this is a hard question to answer due to being it, it's so subjective to per case, right? But I do believe there is so much value in allowing the autonomy of your child, allowing your child to make some of those decisions. You, at, at the high school age, you're able to cognitively have a conversation with them. Analytically, they can understand a little bit better than even in middle school. And you give suggestions and you give consequences to certain choices that they make. I think all of that is education, but helping them know that you, you believe enough in them as a person that they can make these choices on their own. And when they start doing that, it builds up confidence. And I think it's win-win if they fail something. I think there's so much value in them trying something out and saying, you know what, this isn't a good fit. I learned the most about myself and about my future career when I did an internship. In high school, I love animals. Like animals are my thing. So I did a vet internship. I realized that is not what I want to do. <laughs> I didn't want to be a veterinarian <laughs> after that. Yes. The experience was very um, enlightening <laughs> and it's, it's not the direction I wanted to go down. So I was able to determine that through experiential means, which I think is very important as well. Yeah, and nowadays we have so many options for internships. They is, could yes. do nine weeks at one place and nine weeks at another place. They could do a full semester somewhere and then a full semester somewhere else. If they choose not to do an internship, they could do shadowing during the summer. Mm -hmm. So there is so many options for our students. And on top of that, because I have, so I have two girls, two boys, and School is just not easy for my kids. I personally have a learning disability and my kids struggle in some of those ways as well. And we often in our household at least push the idea that it's not about necessarily just going to college. It's about finding a career. My husband's in construction. He makes good money, but it's hard. And so a lot of kids, when they see working outside and making buildings and being in the elements, like they're just like, oh, I'm not sure I'm into that. But my husband does a fantastic job of using both his problem solving skills and working with people. And, and now he's more into management. He, he grew into that. 
And I think there's so much value in helping our kids understand it's not just about college. It's about getting a job that you can also feel good about yourself, but also earn a decent income. And all of those services, they make some good money out of the gate, even out of like, you don't even need a college education. Yeah, that's so true. I think so many times we forget about our trades, but our trades are so important because Mm -hmm. if we don't have our students thinking about trades as well, there are so many things within our world that we wouldn't be able to have. Literally. (laughs) So we really need that to happen. And so, yeah, if you do have a teenager at home that's saying, I really don't want to go to college. So many times as parents, we kind of have a moment of freaking out of what do you mean you don't want to go to college? Instead, having that conversation of, okay, if you don't want to go to college, what is it that you want to do? Mm -hmm. So we actually had this conversation with my youngest because she said, I don't know if I really want to go to college. So as we continue to pursue what it is that she wants to do for her Mm -hmm. future turns out she actually needs to go to college (laughs) (laughs) right in order to do what it is that she's really passionate about doing so sometimes it's just having that conversation of what is it that you're passionate about doing Mm -hmm. okay well in order to do that here are the different things that we have to do and I think also parents hear something like their child wants to be a doctor, right? They go out into this big thing and they want to be this big doctor and they recognize this child does not have good skills at studying, is probably not the best academically, so doctor's probably out. We would sometimes come down on them and say, well, um, you, there's no way you're going to be a doctor. You need to look at something else. We shut down dreams of theirs. What if doctor isn't it, but it's still in the helping services? What if it's something along those lines? And if we shut down that dream, that creates this dissonance to what they've been created to do. And, and who wants to be responsible for that? So instead, we have to allow our kids to dream. This is the best time to allow them to dream and not shut it down because they still are under your house and you get to have those opportunities opportunities and conversations. So even if they come at it and it's a huge thing, I mean, granted, there are some that say, I want to be in the NBA and they're five, three, right? <laughs> That's a little different, Yes. but you can talk about what, do, what draws you to that. Is it because you like to be the star of the show? Do you like working with people? Do you like being in the sports industry? I, there's so many elements that we could break down just by them saying what they dream about being that we should really hit up. Yeah, that's a fantastic point, Paige. Anything else that we can provide as far as tips for our parents? Yeah, I think one of the big questions that we can answer in our own home is what is success? So when we start discussing what does success look like, oftentimes it's the power, the identity, the the attention, and the money. I personally, although I love all of those things, certainly, I rather my children enjoy what they do give back to the community and use the natural giftings that they have and still be able to pay their bills. Do I hope that they can be more financially off than I am and my husband? Certainly. But as long as they are, they're satisfied, they're content and they're using their, their God given designs. I I just think there's so much value in that. And that's a success for them and, and the family. So I think redefining what success looks like is really important. Perfect. Thank you so much, Paige. Thanks for being here today. And thank you to each of you for listening to this episode of the Respect Team podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it and that it provided the support that you need. As always, we encourage you to go to our website at respectteam.com to check out our blog, our upcoming events, or just to connect with us. If there is a topic that you would like for us to cover, please send your ideas to info at respectteam.com. And to all of our listeners, we want to remind you to respect yourself, respect others, and respect all. Used to think about what you